You're listening to Around the Pulpit. This is John, episode 11, and right now I'm sitting with Austin Mast. He is the worship pastor, and Adam Troyer. He is on the board for the 412 Collective. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's good to be here. Well, I appreciate you guys sitting down with me today. And I said 412 co- uh, Collective. That kind of leaves the mind open to whatever. <laughs> I mean, yep. it, it could be anything. So I'm going to let you guys tell me exactly what that is. Yeah, so, um, and Adam, you can jump in whenever you want, but yeah. the reference uh, originally came from 1 Timothy 4.12. So the, the verse says, Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity. So, um, you know, originally 4.12 Collective uh, was launched as a worship ministry geared toward uh, young adults and high school aged. Uh, students, so yeah. Okay. Did you want to toss well, anything in yeah, there? Like it all started with the Bible study. Yes. Yeah. We were there was a group of us. I don't know what ten of us maybe. Yeah. Started meeting once, once or twice a week, and just we're like, okay, what else can we do to build our community? And then actually, we were going through First Timothy, I think. And that's when we stumbled across four twelve, and that's how the name came about. We were all youth, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. You're familiar with the area. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm a transplant to Tuscarawas yeah. County, but I've been learning over the last nine years. So sure. I, I have a better idea yeah. now than I did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, one of the things that was kind of burning in our hearts was um, for there to be a space where people could engage in worship freely, um, you know, Adams probably experienced it. I've experienced it growing up, going on a mission trip in high school. You know, you go off on a mission trip and you have this crazy experience, encounter with God, and um, and the worship experience in those moments is just incredible. Um, and then sometimes you get back into the normal uh, life, normal Sunday morning church, and it's just you know not there you may feel you know scared about how people look at you when you worship or all these other things and we wanted to create a space um, in these worship events that we put on where um, people could express themselves freely learn what it meant to worship God Um, and we specifically started with young adults and high schoolers because we knew that they were the future of the church and so we wanted to target them um, so that they could be the catalyst for um, change um, in, in the church. You know, some people look at young people and they're the energy of the church, the, the zeal in the church. And so that's why we were kind of targeting young people. All right. So, I mean, do you want me to keep going? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I, I prefer when, honestly, when the guest takes over yeah. the show. I it, okay. It makes it makes my life easier. Cut to, me off when you want. No, no. Oh no. If I can just hit stop later. Yeah. A little outro. We're done. That's that's fine with me. Yeah. I, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm trying to do here is shot, uh, showcase the guest. Sure. For, but for sure, if you got an hour's worth of conversation, okay. you just made my life easier. Um. So. Yeah, I, I guess I'll give you a really quick history. So Adam, as he said, um, you know, we were meeting as a small group. 2017, this was, I mean, that's five years ago. We were meeting as a young adult small group, um, like once a week maybe, and we were just in the Word. And um, I just specifically remember one night there was a few of us that stuck after, and we are like, exactly what I said about, like, we want... Um, to see, you know, change in the church. Like, we want to see um, people hungry to worship. God was pressing you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and so we're like, well, what's, you know, what's stopping us? I had just gotten into ministry at the moment um, on staff at a church leading worship. And I was like, well, let's, let's start a worship night. Um, and so uh, it was really a God thing in that moment because when we saw the core team um, start to be formed, um, there were multiple churches represented on that team. It wasn't just a Grace Church thing. It wasn't just the Well or uh, any of these other local churches. Like we, there was representation from many different churches. And so, um, you know, when we were starting to form it, we were like, we don't want this to become just a one church thing. And so one advice that we got from a local pastor was, well, if you don't want it to be just a one church thing, go to have it at a different church every month. 
um, so that you know those churches can be involved they can promote it they can come um, unless you you know want to get caught in being at one church every um, month and so in November of 2017 we had our first event uh, scheduled it was at Grace Church in Berlin it was in the high school room downstairs in the basement and I mean you know when you schedule an event and it's your first time you have no clue what to expect you know we're not sending RSVPs out we're not <laughs> it's not ticketed obviously and so we had no clue what to expect we I we had flyers made we had a person hand make a flyer yeah. uh, that just came up From North Carolina. yeah it was it was just like <laughs> we tried to that. we tried to do different things to promote it so wait, I'm sorry I don't want to cut you off yeah, what no, do you mean good. by North North Carolina the guy that made the flyer was just a random guy I met at a conference. <laughs> oh, and he just North turned. Carolina. Okay, I was I was going to say that's a pretty far distance from Ohio. So <laughs> no, no, I knew he was really artistic. So I was like, hey, we're doing this thing. Can you make us a flyer? He hand drew something and we printed a bunch out. And, yeah. yeah, very uh, DIY. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and so like we were just trying different things, and um, that night, uh, to our surprise, we ran out of seats. Wow. Uh, the turnout was incredible. So we ran out of seats. Uh, we had people responding to um, prayer at the end of uh, the gathering, people coming forward to get prayer. Um, but also, I mean, something that, you know, those things are out of our control, but especially something that's out of our control is the engagement piece and how people would respond during worship if they were truly... Um, expectant to encounter God and man we just saw people engaged in worship and I remember Adam I don't know if you like can recount your time but like I remember after that event I went home and I like couldn't sleep like I was like the excitement the excitement level was out of the room like I was like something is happening here I can't believe well that's just spirit driven yeah Yeah. I, I was like I just don't know what happened and I like yeah and yeah. we, we stayed after for a little bit and just yeah. talked, recapped, like, what just happened. And, yeah. um, I don't know. Do you remember anything from that? Yeah, episode? that event, I would like to summarize that event. It was like we spent a lot of time, like, getting ready and, like, you know, forming a, a team and, like, planning for it. And then when it came to the event, it was like, okay, is anyone actually going to show up or is it just going to be this core group of six people in the band <laughs> worshiping? Yeah. And I felt like God was putting us in a slingshot and – like boom, yeah. The first night was like he let go and yeah. See, that's amazing. Five years later. I've I've been to a ton of concerts and I've also been to shows where it's literally just the other bands, mm-hmm. yeah, and just a handful of people. Yeah. And so you're like you might be like five people deep, mm-hmm. and there's but there's like there's a room of like fifty or sixty, but that's because that makes up all the bands yeah. that are performing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was just incredible. In uh, 2018. Um, so, you know, we got into basically a rotation of probably three to four churches. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to Grace, some, uh, MCA, Light in the Valley, um, and Berean. So four churches that were pretty regular in a rotation once a month. We'd go to one of these four. Um, and, you know, we saw, we saw just, you know, continue to see incredible things. There was like, you know... It just felt like there was a season where, oh man, like that was the best one. Yeah. Like, oh man, that was the best one, yeah. you know. And um, and so usually like these events, I guess just to recap or you know what is expected at these events, usually it's primarily like worship, musical worship. Um, and so that's usually what fills the night. But we also have like a 20, 15, 20 minute teaching. So we'll usually tap a local pastor, maybe at the church that we're at, or somebody, another pastor that we know, um, and hey, would you want to share something? And um, then usually we'll try to create the set and everything we do that's around that theme that they feel like the spirits led them to. Um, so that's that's what was happening in 2018. How old were you guys when this started? I mean, I don't want to put your ages on spot, no. <laughs> but we look like we're relatively similar age. Maybe you guys might be a little younger than it? I am. 2017, I was, man. I was 19. I would have been 18. 18 oh, goodness. 17. Okay, you guys are clearly a lot younger than me. <laughs> I should have known. I retract it's that question. Hair. It, it is. <laughs> no, it, we were young. Yeah. I mean, we were... It was cool because we were all, we were all in the same season of life, and yeah. like we still are. Like right, 
yeah. that late teen, early twenties yeah. era. Well, I honestly, mean, the the young the the Bible study that it started out of. Some of us were in college, back yeah. from college, but like. I think some of us too were in a season of like we're at home, we're just hungry, like we'll get together. Yeah, I also want to preface it. So he said we were like that. The year twenty eighteen was a season where it was like, like wow, that was the best one. It wasn't the best one because of how many people were there. It was the best one because like, okay, we went way deeper this month than like we were last month, and it's because I would say like I always say our worship leader can't take someone where he hasn't been himself. Mm-hmm. And so we have worship leaders who spend time in the secret place. And, like, it's just insane to look back. Like, I would say our last event at the well was, was our best one. Like, because it just keeps getting better. Because there's no there's no stopping point when it comes to worshiping God. Like, Do you ever want to grow callous to what God's yeah. doing? I mean, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, 2018, and I'm, I was, today I was trying to, like, write down, like, try to remember key things and mm-hmm. um that year like other than us like th- we're still fairly new in the ministry at that point we're just trying to f- still figure things out but but seeing what god is doing through those monthly events um 2019 uh we um had this kind of move where we were opening a 412 an expression of 412 down in sarasota florida so we um made a connection with um a person that was our age um that uh he actually spoke at our was he, did he speak at our first event not the first okay. uh, one of the events he okay. spoke at and um, he was from Sarasota, Florida, um, but he had a connection up here, and we got really connected, and we sat down for coffee one time and started dreaming, and the dream led to why not start what we're doing up here down in Florida. And so we we tried that in 2019, and we were really excited about it. Um, unfortunately, just one thing led to another, and it didn't really work out in the long run about a year in, in 2020. Um, they decided to, to put it to an end down there. Um, but yeah, 2019, um, apart from that, there wasn't a lot um, other than obviously what God was doing through the events. So, you know, every month having an event. Um, and up to this point, we had um, anniversary events as well. So in November of every year, we try to have an anniversary event. Um, I quite honestly forget what those looked like those years. Yeah, we always got someone in. Yeah, tried to bring in a a guest or somebody. Um, But then 2020 um, was an exciting year. Um, We became um, an official nonprofit in 2020. Oh, 412. Uh, 412 Collective did. Um, And so we went through that process, uh, 501C3, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't handle that stuff. (laughs) Um, and uh, and so that was exciting. That was prompted by us having a desire to launch a school of worship. So in 2020, um, Brennan Mullet, who is um, now the acting lead director of 412 Collective Worship side of the ministry, we got together and were kind of like, hey, we have this kind of passion to raise up leaders in the church. Specifically at that time, it was worship leaders. Um, So we're like, hey, let's tease out the idea of having a program, a school of worship, where we use the the influence that 412 has in the community, and we use that to help train up leaders in the local church. Um, You know, some programs will focus on trying to take people out of the church in order to train them up for a season, and sometimes it just happens that they steal them away from the church. Not all programs, but some programs. And so we wanted to kind of cater it to the person that wants to stay in their local church and is even working a nine-to-five job. And they're like, I feel called to this ministry, worship ministry. Maybe I'm not quite sure what that looks like, but I want to receive training. That's kind of what we wanted to, to do. And so in 2020, yeah, we, we had kind of a guinea pig year. We had three students go through the program. And... Um, you know, we met weekly. They were leading at 412 Collective events. Um, it was, it, 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 that year was incredible. That's what God did. I mean, you go through um, a time in, in any kind of leadership position, and you just feel inadequate. Like, that's what I was, like, I'm supposed to be teaching these people what 
you know, what worship is, what, what it looks like in ministry. Um, but God bringing me to a place of like, well, yeah, in your own power, you, you probably will fail, but let me work through you to reach these people. And what God did through that year with those students um, was just incredible. One of them, Ariel uh, Miller, she is on 412 Collective as one of our worship leaders um, now. Um, and, and it's just incredible what God did through that year. A learning year because it was our first year. But, um, yeah, anything that you want to add to 2020? Um, no, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, I go back to it's cool seeing students go through the school and then go back to their church yeah. and use their giftings and what they were taught. Like, that's something I love yeah. seeing. So. Little little plug here, you know, if you are interested in, <laughs> no, in, go leading, ahead. in yeah. leading worship yeah. and you want to be trained, uh, we've got, yeah, School of Worship. Um, Where do you guys do this at? So, uh, year one, we were here. So, well, we're, I guess they don't know. We're at Grace Church. <laughs> yeah, Sugar we're sitting Creek. in the basement of Grace yeah. Church. <laughs> um, I was on staff here at this branch um, for a couple years at uh, Grace, and so we did it down here in the basement. Um, and then um, this year that just ended, year two, we uh, were at Grace Church Berlin campus. Um, and so, yeah, we're next year we'll have it there as well at the Berlin campus in Grace. So, but you're not like you're not a part. It's not a part of Grace Church. They're just kind of letting hosting it. Correct. And uh, you're also the worship pastor at Grace Church. Yeah. I know this is going to be it, it, very, very confusing. <laughs> sound. Very confusing. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah, this. I just I really like this. I I want I don't want to define it. Like maybe a, like pop up model. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, I mean, like you're 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 actually like a touring band in a sense. I mean, yeah. that's what and I think. I just I'm really intrigued by the whole model of what you're doing, but it's not affiliated. I can't stress that enough. It's not affiliated with yeah. one church. It's because like you know I guess we didn't mention this like 412. A big thing is unity. Like we want to tear down denominational walls, um, well geographical boundaries as much as we can, um, even generational. You know, uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but like being open to anybody not just young adults and youth but like any generation that wants to attend these that's hungry to encounter God and so that's why it's not just a one church thing because I hope that every event there's tons of churches represented right in the room um so, so yeah so it's just fortunate enough that that grace is extending that olive branch to yeah. allow you to use their facilities and yeah. stuff but there is not like a direct affiliation yeah exactly but no that's cool that's cool and like like grace like they support us there's churches in the area that support right. us, even financially but also just with their resources that they have their facilities and, and stuff and that's been incredible how god's opened those doors um but yeah 2020 and, and you know covid hit 2020 so right. that was a slap to the face to anybody but um there I think, was i think a, we were all hit by it yeah yeah <laughs> the, there was a season where you know it felt like we were plateauing i was trying to remember if it was during 2020 where it felt like we were like god we want to grow we want to grow we want to grow what are the tactics like what are the strategies that we need to use and it felt like there was just a like a sense of God saying return to the basics which I honestly think a lot of people were yeah. that was called out in a lot of people in COVID like let's remember the, the foundational pieces of why you're doing what you're doing and so um, you know that was kind of also a season at some point I think in 20, 2019-2020 um, so that was that was a very exciting year but also you know challenging obviously with COVID um, but then you know, being brought through that season, 2021, last year, I mean, I think it was the most growth or opportunity God has worked through the ministry. Um, there were, we look back at 2021 and we're like, we weren't trying to promote, like we weren't trying to do these things. It was God like working in the community, um, just expanding influence for his kingdom through this ministry. Um, so uh, we launched year two, 2021, School of Worship. Um, we had six students, so um, it was awesome to see that there were more people involved, um, wanting to learn, wanting to plug into the church and, and worship ministry. 
Um, that was awesome. We just ended. So it's the years for the school worship start August and then May, so the school year. Um, and then also, you know, as I said, God expanded our influence in the community immensely. So we were um, meeting in new churches that were not in the rotation. Um, we were, yeah, God was just giving us more connections with people we've never met before, um, more opportunities at events that we weren't even hosting. God was opening doors for us to minister and worship with people outside of 412 collective worship nights. There were other people putting on other things where we were asked to come in and, and worship with them. So that was awesome. Um, and then also, like I said, like we were at this point, um, at some point, either 2020, 2021, we were able to get financial support from churches. So we were finally able to pour into the ministry and start to see things um, just growing and even um, inviting people to, to, I mean, I'm not going to call them staff because, you know, but but like able to, to bring people on board for different things like a production team at our events and, and things like that. So God, yeah, it was it was all God and what he was doing, what he was opening um, yeah, do you have, I mean, 2021? Yeah, I mean, back to what you are saying about the foundational, like, we went through a season where it felt like God was saying, go back to the basic. I think that was key to where we are net now. Yeah. Like, we couldn't be at where we're at now unless we would have gone back. I don't know, it just seemed kind of like a realignment of priorities. and Yeah. It's not like we say yes to every single thing. It's... Okay, God, what are you actually like? What are you right? Where do like where where are we supposed to go? You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah, I think that was important too. Yeah, and it's yeah, it, it's it's just God has been continuing. We're in twenty twenty two now. God has just been continuing to to do things. Like we're we're at the point where we're, we've been talking as a core team, like. The amount, the amount, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like speak big of anything, but like, we've been, we're at the point where like we're able to go to churches that we can only hit like once or twice a year because the rotation has just grown, right? And um, and the the buy-in from the community, um, it's just incredible. Yeah, it's, it says a lot about the community we live in that there's a desire for unity. Like, people actually want to want this to happen, and it's awesome that. I think it's amazing that we can only be at one church a year, like or at this church for once a year. Yeah. Like I think that's awesome. Yeah. Because we want churches want to be plugged in and yeah. 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 That's a that's a big rundown of <laughs> right. what's happened in the last four and a half years. But yeah. Can you tell me, uh, for those who are performers and production, can you give some shout outs to people that uh <laughs> that are not here? Heck yeah. <laughs> they deserve it. So um, our sound tech is Caleb Miller. Uh, Caleb, um, he's an animal, an animal <laughs> dude, he, passionate about the church and passionate about worship tech. Um, so Caleb is on staff at Grace Church, uh, as well as tech director, um, at our Berlin campus. Well, he's, he helps all campuses, but, um, just an incredible guy. Um, just his heart. I don't ever, and I wouldn't about other people either on the team, but like his, I don't have to question his heart. Like, you know, he's there for the right <laughs> reasons. And uh, so just an awesome guy. Um, you know, he he is for the community, um, helping out churches that nothing to do with 412. I mean, mm-hmm. just helping out other churches where he can. And, yeah. So Caleb, um, Andre Troyer. Andre is an original OG of uh, 412. He was, <laughs> he was on the core team. Um, I got to know Andre... I don't know how, honestly, it's been so long, but um, when I met him, you know, we started talking about 412 and, like, what we're envisioning, and he uh, was familiar with an earlier movement called Awakening, I believe, in the area that was also kind of like 412, like an expression of 412, but it was catered towards high school, I think, Mm -hmm. young adults. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anymore by the time that we started 412, but um, that, that dude is, like, He's got so much knowledge yeah. on, on things. Like, he'll have a blog post in mind for anything that you've got <laughs> tech-wise. <laughs> but he's in charge of visuals, so lighting, um, and also, like, lyrics, what you see uh, visually at, at events. And he also serves on the board at 412. So. 
and then he drinks a lot of water a lot of water <laughs> this that's just a, another story for another day but that dude goes through energy drinks and water like no other I was gonna say more power to him if he's drinking water, but you did you, did t- you threw him under the bus with the well, uh, energy drinks. Yeah, um, and then Brennan Mullet. So Brennan, like I said, uh, he is the lead director for um, the Four Twelve Collective Worship. So we kind of view Four Twelve as having two branches. One is the Four Twelve Collective Worship, which is what a lot of people see at, for our worship events, worship nights. Um, in the worship team, um, but then we also have um, the other branch, which is the school of worship. And so um, I help directly direct that side, the school worship side. But then Brennan takes the um, the four twelve collective worship side, leading that. And but he also at every event serves as our event coordinator. So he's back in the booth, just kind of making sure things are going smoothly, and also with setup and teardown. Um, he's kind of the main point person, uh, kind of a backbone to an event. So those are the the three. Oh, I can't forget uh, Ben Smith. He's not back in the booth, but Ben Smith, um, he is the worship pastor at Park, uh, Park, Christian, Park Christian in uh, Denison. Um, and so we, that was last year, he came on board. Um, we actually had um, their church play at one of our anniversary events and then, you know, I knew Ben a while before that from another event, but then got connected again with him through that. And um, he is our serves as our music director, so he's the guy that's um, in our ears, directing the the team musically, um, helping us when we've got some you know spontaneous moments or um, just guiding us as we as we lead people in worship. He's the one coming through in your ear. Yep, in our in ears. He's got a talkback mic that's. Um, talking to us as the songs are going and also transitions and all that kind of fun stuff so <laughs> we used to not have that but you know the stuff that the thing that he has brought to the team uh, as music director is just incredible like being able to confidently go where the spirit is leading in events knowing that um, like I'm not trying to like go behind my back and give hand signals <laughs> as we're trying to like lead like knowing I can have some like Ben to trust and lead the team and as we're trying to follow the spirit. I have to ask has he ever like pulled any pranks on the microphone or um, said any, like he kind of said something in the middle of a song. Here, <laughs> not not him. Caleb likes to have a little fun in the back with his talk back um sometimes but there hasn't been anything too too crazy yet <laughs> let's make sure that he doesn't listen to it if he listens to it if, if, if he is listening to this eventually <laughs> yeah i've just opened up a door yeah yeah that's what, that's what we'll have to do uh, goodness. yeah i'm no. leaving that in too i'm not taking, <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm not taking any of this out great. we just won't <laughs> yeah great <laughs> uh, but yeah those are the those are the key people and, and obviously like we've we've um stepped into a new kind of phase where we have um, what what we call kind of the uh, worship leader collective where Mm -hmm. we have a group of four or five people that are the worship leaders for 412 collective so you know it's not just me up on stage at events like we're so blessed to have other leaders worship leaders in the community bought into it that they're like yeah I would well I was going to ask because you were talking about the key people but yeah. uh, but do you have interchangeable musicians and things like that yeah we do we've got some people on the team that like they're the you know like they're the person uh, like Joe Burkholder is our drummer he is like our main drummer um, bass player uh, Regan has stepped into that um there, but there are other positions, you know, that will will switch around. Change you know, out people, people here and there. Yeah, yep. Over the years, we've just made great connections with musicians as well in the church. Um, but yeah, like worship leaders, um, we've got. I'll, I'll give them a shout out. Yeah. Um, JB John Bonestall from the Well, um, which is where Adam goes to church. Uh, uh, we've got Ariel Miller, who is um, worship leader at Grace Church in the Millersburg campus. Zach Haynes, which is worship leader at Sugar Creek Campus here. Um, and then um, we have... Uh, There's one more. Ben? Well, yeah, Ben Smith. So Ben's our music director, and, and you know, he's also before filled in as a uh, worship pastor. What? Well, trying to blank here. That's it. 
Is it? Yeah, I don't. That's, I don't want you to leave anybody. Out. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I said Ariel, Austin, Zach, Zach, John, Ariel. Yeah, that's it. Okay, good. Okay. I didn't want there to be an awkward pause before I found the last person. I'm Someone, you you, t- you tell your team, hey, I'm on this podcast, yeah. and then they show up to practice. Like, what about me? Yeah, I mean, heck, I've got a whole list of musicians on the team. Um, I, yeah, to try to cover all that. Yeah, I understand. They, they are they are so appreciated. Um, Humble. And, and humble. I mean, it's uh, we're just so blessed um, to to have people bought into what God is doing um, in this ministry. So yeah, so a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Um, you know, like this year. Um, currently, one one of the the things that we're focusing on this year is uh, we're trying to raise money for um, a sound system. So like we've oftentimes gone into um, churches or other venues and just kind of been at the mercy of what's been provided for us. Their, their PAs, exactly. their systems. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, you know, sometimes we're like, we're stuck with trying to put together a system from like, oh, you've got a sub over <laughs> here. Oh, you've got a speaker over here. Well, let's throw it all together from like different churches. And so... Um, we um, have just got to the place where we feel like the next step for the ministry is to try to raise funds for a sound system. And so this year we feel like that's what God's calling us to step into. And so our goal this year is to raise up enough money um, to yeah make that purchase, to have that be a side of the ministry where we can also rent it out. We can have people use it. We can use it at all of our events and stuff like that. Since we have somebody like Caleb, people like Andre and Brennan in the ministry that are in the production team, like being able to have them um, be able to take something like that and use right. it, you know? So yeah, that's it. There's a lot of like moving pieces and stuff. And um, even with the, like the school worship um, this year, currently we don't have any students, um, but it leaves us the door open for us to kind of pursue other things in the ministry, like songwriting or, things like that that we've kind of had to neglect um, mm-hmm. due to, to other priorities. Do you do original material and covers or mostly covers? How does that work for we, you? We have a couple songs that have been written actually out of the School of Worship. Um, so one of the projects the students over the last couple of years have done is um, having to write and produce a song. So JB, who's one of the worship leaders, he has had training with the school for production. And so been blessed with that. He's worked with us and being able to produce a couple of our own uh, songs. One of those is hopefully coming out here in the next couple months. But um, up, up, like at our events, you will 99% of the time see us singing songs that are sung in the church like not made by us yeah um and so yeah that's primarily what we focus on at the events that we the ones that people kind of already know yeah yeah and you know the people that are coming to the events like these are people that are hungry these are people that are like probably found themselves in worship music monday through saturday Mm -hmm. and so like i feel like we're also in a season of like discovering like we can we can introduce like new newer songs but there's still engagement there's still like oh man that was really good i'm gonna i'm gonna like you know listen to that song now or like we'll do it at next event and so um yeah that's 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 been awesome to see as well um with that so So tell me a little bit about your guys is uh since i have you both here your backgrounds because this you started this obviously when you were a young bible study group yeah but Kind of uh, need to know a little bit about, like, where did you guys go to college for this sort of stuff? Or did this just, you know, God just kind of just drop it right in the head? I mean, what what are your backgrounds of that? Adam? I'll go first. I'll go first. I grew up, I mean, I grew up here. I did not, I dropped out of school. I was in ninth grade. I dropped out. Uh, went on a wild run. Was not a Christian. I wasn't living like a Christian. Um, but I would say probably when I was 16, 17, around 18, like there was a hunger and it I'd, started to come back. Yeah, yeah. There was a hunger for more and got invited to the Bible study. And like that Bible study was a huge, huge turning point for me and switched churches, started going to the well when I was 18. Um, and yeah, like I don't, I don't do much at our events. I'm on the board, so I help make decisions and. Whatnot, Adam's wise. He won't say it, but he's wise. <laughs> uh, just yeah, I don't know. It's it's been really fun to like 
it was really cool for me to say to see like us us guys I guess we're all in the same season um, we're all single and like we're all hungry and we're all you know pressing in for more now we're all married and we all have a kid on the way they all have kids so like we're all like kind of in the same season of life and it's been cool yeah yeah hmm. uh, yeah for me um, I mean I grew up in the church um, Mennonite Christian Assembly was a church I grew up in in Fredericksburg um, and you know growing up really really quick testimony but like growing up I really struggled with belief in God uh, honestly had the same questions and I think a lot of people at a certain age you have to start asking those real questions like, oh I, you know, I, I, I had my own walk yeah. away from faith like when you said that it kind of was like triggering yeah th- because I had those moments too I get it and, yeah. and it took a long time to come back mm-hmm. yep but, but I didn't mean to cut you off no yeah, no it's it's a great example like coming to find like you have to ask those hard questions mm-hmm. is this faith something I subscribe to mm-hmm. and um and yeah God um at a time of worship when I was on a mission trip um just had an encounter with him and um you know, he kind of revealed to me that moment. It's like, Austin, you're going to have questions in this life. Like, not everything is black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like, I want you to trust me and I want you to keep following me. And so that's what I, that's what I did. Um, and I, I pressed in. And, um, you know, at this point, like, <laughs> some people have, like, this defining moment of, like, I gave my life to Christ at this second of this hour on this day right like for me it was like over a period of time it mm-hmm. was like asking the questions and finding the answers in Jesus Christ and um and so uh when I was out of coming out of high school I had plans to do a um an internship at a music recording studio and also go to college kind of as a plan b but like as a like a kind of I wanted to open up my own recording studio honestly was my dream um everything right like a few months before the start of the um music recording studio uh, internship that fell through um just wasn't able to do it and um got two weeks into college and it's like I hate this <laughs> and so I dropped out uh, I was going for in in business uh for, for business so Dropped out, working, I was serving tables, and I was like, God, what am I supposed to do with my life? And to this point, I didn't mention, I was, like, by 16, I was a drummer on the worship team in my church. Like, that's what I did, like, almost every weekend. And so my worship, or uh, my pastor uh, at the church at MCA, he was like, Austin, um, I want to talk to you. I want to come over, sit down. And looking back, that had to be, like, pretty, like, <laughs> Jeremy Miller, if he's listening to this amazing, incredible dude, like, your lead pastor's like, you need to come sit down. It's like, what's this about? <laughs> yes, <No>. sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he sat me down on his porch. He's like, Austin, I don't know what this means. I don't know what this looks like. God is calling you into ministry. I was like, okay, well, um, this was before everything fell through. I was like, I got my own plans. Well, yeah, everything fell through, and... Um, I think a few months into that, after that, um, he called me up. He's like, hey, you want to, like, lead worship, like, at one of our Wednesday night events? Low commitment, 15 people, you know. And I was, I okay, I never sang in front of anybody, <laughs> anybody at this point. I only knew how to play drums, and I could fiddle my way through an acoustic guitar. <laughs> and I was like, I told him no the first time. I was like, that's not for me. But I, I told him, I'll help you. I'll play guitar, and you can sing. And so me and our, our uh, lead pastor for the church led worship uh, for the first night. And it got to a point where I felt like, yeah, I, I want to at least try this. You know, let's see if this is something that I'm called into. And um, so first time, yeah, I did it. I was like, okay, this this could be something that, you know, I'm geared towards, something God has prepared for me, like still trying to figure it out. So I consistently kind of like led at these Wednesday night events that they had open for me, and then eventually um, they asked me to lead on a Sunday morning uh, at that church, and then um, it got to be, um, it was about a year, I want to say, after that conversation he had with me on his porch that they offered me like a job on staff as a worship leader at that church. So I was part-time 
there and then went to uh, Rosedale Bible College also in Columbus uh, part-time and then um, yeah from there very quick transition uh, God called us to Grace Church when we launched this campus Grace Sugar Creek in November of 2000 I want to say 19 and um, yeah went to college, college online and stuff while I was doing it and got into 412 then also and you know like we said in 2017 so it was like shortly after I just got into worship ministry that we tried to launch 412 hmm. yeah so all that to say like no 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 lot, not a lot of experience before yeah. we got into <laughs> 412 full send. <laughs> yeah full force yeah and then it just kind of happened along the way I see that's great though because I mean from my own testimony you know like that I've told people and whatnot I, I, I stepped out of the church at a young age mm-hmm. You know, long story short, came back, and I think my wife, my now wife, when we were dating, helped me through that. I've mm. told numerous people this. I'll, I won't bore people on the mic doing that, but I mean, <laughs> it, I think God does things the best with broken people. Oh man, come on! Like, yeah. like I mean, the the, the 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 ones who think that they are the high and mighty Christians that have had it. You know, they they know the Bible cover to cover. I have nothing memorized. <laughs> I have a few verses memorized that I go to, but I mean. I have to reference scripture and I have to look it up and things with, you know, I, I don't have it to heart. Yeah. But I know, I know that it's the foundation for our everything. Yeah. I know that much. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just, I, I like talking to other people who've gone through paths of life that, you know, like, like yourself. And it's just one of those things. Like, I mean, once we get past that, we're not perfect phase, I guess. Yeah. And, and we don't always know what, where life is going to lead us. Yeah. But then somehow God redirects us all back on the same path. Yeah. It's really cool. It's, I, I was just listening to on a, a podcast, and they were talking about this leadership principle of, like, you know, and it being relevant to this talk, like, why, you know, God has put something on your heart. Mm-hmm. Start. Right. Like, Let's not get caught up in how inadequate we are, because in our own power, like if we focus on our own ability, if I look at, you know, education or I look at only this or only that, it's like, yeah, we're probably going to get really discouraged. <laughs> but like, right. what if we just started and we we learned along the way and we allowed the spirit to work through us? Mm-hmm. And um, and I mean, yeah, you look at what what happened, what God did. It's mm-hmm. like. Oh, trust me, the, the, the sound and audio imperfections of this podcast may, have made me in tears, and it has made me not want to do this podcast. Yeah. And luckily, like I said, I have a, a pretty caring wife who's like, you just got to see yeah. through it. Yeah. And, then, and then I have an amazing God who says, you've got to see through it, yeah. because yeah. You're, and you're doing things for me, yeah. so yeah. obviously you're going to be attacked, yeah. and you're going to be told not to, you know, the enemy's going to put it on you. Yep. And so I've just had to learn to accept that these opposite, these see there you go these episodes yeah, yeah. Uh, are going to be filled with uh, blemishes. Yeah. But as long as the message is reaching at least one person. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah. That, and then my mission is met. Yeah. And you answered my a question I was going to have for you guys when you said start. Yeah. That word just it really hit me right here. I'm pointing to my heart um, yeah. because I like to ask this to every guest I've had as a question for. The people who are out there like I was, they were seeking service. Yeah. And this podcast mission is to help those seek how they can get involved by hearing what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. So when you said start, just when you got something going, start. But could you elaborate for the listener who might be struggling with service, maybe help them answer how they can get out and start something, not necessarily like 412, that might be their idea, mm-hmm. but just anything that's a service to God, what would you recommend them to do? Mm-hmm. Do you want to take this? or? I, w- I mean, I, it's crazy. I just had a conversation today with a good friend of mine about that sort of thing, and we were just saying, we're talking um, about certain things in our lives, and we were saying, you know, steward what you have. Like, he mm-hmm. said, exhaust what God has given you. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're an usher, be an usher for 10 years like that gives god room to do something great in your life mm-hmm. like i just think with 412 like we stewarded we steward what we have so there's room for more like mm-hmm. don't be looking at 10 years from now look at what you have now and mm-hmm. steward that like exhaust that so there's room for more I, yeah come on. you can add to that yeah that's great i i mean a couple things for me came to mind was 
like God. I, I was just talking um, through a lesson uh, this week. Like God has prepared works for us to do in, in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 2.10. And it's like recognizing that you have something to offer for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Small, big, I mean, in the eyes of man, who cares? You have something to offer the kingdom of God here and now. Mm-hmm. And he's prepared it for you. He's, he's knit you. He's created you for this moment in this time. And so are we actively engaged in that? That was the thing I was talking about. It's a ministry is uh, by Dave Early, Ben Gutierrez. They say um, in the mentality of ministry, like, are you actively engaged in the work he's prepared for you? <laughs> and, um, and so you have something to offer in the church. Like, you have something to offer in the church. It's like, like you said, if you, if you are great with people, uh, talking it may sound like I'm great at talking but I don't think I'm a great talker like you could have fooled uh, me well, <laughs> well I, like if you're great at conversation and people go be an usher like mm-hmm. that's kingdom work or you're great at teaching man talk to your lead pastor about opportunities where you can teach in an environment or on a Sunday morning on stage like mm-hmm. like there is something for you to offer it's just taking the step of like evaluating what are my gifts, what am I geared towards, and what is the calling that God has placed on my life. Mm-hmm. And don't evaluate your your credentials and your how you qualify yeah. for it. Um, focus on the calling. Yeah, Paul talks about it in I think it's Romans eight, where he says like in in giving and serving he also receives, and that's like that's true when you serve in the, like when you serve in the church it also gives you life like. You don't just go to receive, go to go to give. Like yeah. you receive something in doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, you can you guys go maybe give us a little uh, insight as to what you guys got going on as far as like live events or in the next few months, year, whatever you got planned out, um, where you're going to be, when, and also plug your websites and yeah. your social medias, and because I think that there are going to be. Hopefully, hopefully, a lot of uh, giving hearts. When you said you need that sound system, I think God could easily take this podcast and extend it to someone that may not even live in the state, mm-hmm. you know, and and maybe give to you guys for that sound system. You never know. So plug all of that stuff and how they can give to your nonprofit. Yeah. So our website has um, everything, all information for Twelve Collective. So that's for uh, Twelve Collective Worship dot org. Let me. Actually, let me just make sure. You can edit that if I got that wrong, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I can. I can cut and edit. There's some uh, stuff on here that, like I said, you know, yeah. like that, like the guy who was uh, going to now be talking in your ear. I'm leaving all that in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our website is 412collective.org. Um, so the number for 412 and then collective. 412collective.org. Yep. Okay. Um, and on there as well, we have a tab for giving so people can give directly on the website and it goes into the ministry. Um, Are those for uh, only in America or can they do international by chance too? Or is I don't actually know the answer to that question. Not, not 100% sure. Well, tr- if you live international, give it a try. That's yeah, give it a try. I, I was going to say just try it. It's the worst thing that can happen. Um, and then... So on there, um, you can also find like our upcoming events. We have those marked in there. Um, our events are like 412's planned events are always the fourth Sunday night of every month. Okay. So um, they can expect that unless told otherwise on social media or on the website um, at 6.30 p.m. And then we have the location posted on there as well where it will be in the next, you know, next few events. You guys are on Facebook. Facebook. So Instagram, our username is 412 underscore collective. And Facebook, I mean, I don't know, you just look up 412 collective. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to find on Facebook more than anywhere else usually. So we always, you know, Brandon Yoder is in charge of our social media and um, promotional content, incredible uh, Mm -hmm. photographer. um, And uh, so he works on all that. So we promote things heavily on our, where our events will be or special things coming up on social media. So we can point people to that as well. Um, Upcoming events. Upcoming events. So, um, August um, is 28th, 28th. 28th. Um, we're looking to um, be at 
uh, Grace Church um, Berlin we're hoping to yeah have a fundraising event um, there where people can actually come for food and, and stuff that's not um, set in stone so <laughs> if uh, <laughs> all right I don't know you can include that or not but as long as they know that looking on social media for tentative. Fun, tentative. tentative very tentative, tentative yeah. that's a good word <laughs> um, but then we've got a big event coming up here in October we um, are having a worship night with Chris McClarney um, Chris is um, somebody who used to be with Jesus Culture um, and now he's at Church of the City in Nashville, Tennessee. But um, we're bringing him in for a worship night. As of now, 412 will play to open the night, and then Chris will lead it out. Um, there are tickets for that event available. Um, the link is in our website, Upcoming Events. Um, you can click on the Chris McClarney event, and that will take you to a link to buy tickets. 30 bucks a ticket, general admission. And we'd really love to see the room packed out for that. Yes. Bring your family. Bring your fam and friends. Um, so that that's uh, those are a couple. Uh, up. We also have um, a worship conference. Um, that same day for uh, worship teams and worship leaders. Chris McClarney is the worship night is that night, but then all day before that is a worship conference um, called Abide. Um, and um, 412 is playing worship for, for that worship conference as well. But you, if you are interested in that, again, this is a lot of plugs, but um, <laughs> oh, no, you're good. abideconf.org is where you can find information um, on that worship conference. We really want to see worship teams, worship leaders come um, to receive training, but also just to receive, um, I mean, to worship, not to serve, but just to come and worship and and. Um, so yeah, that, those are come, some of the upcoming events yeah. that we have coming up. I think that covers it. Yeah. So uh, support four twelve. Uh, check out their social media. Give if you can. You know, pray for them if you can't. Yeah. Continue on with that ministry. You know, help them with that. Prayer is a big thing. Yeah. But this has been around the pulpit, and I will see you on the next one. <laughs>